Hello, everyone. I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. This episode is hosted by Christopher Drobot. Christopher is a passionate cheerleader for the potential of the Edmonton region. Although not directly an entrepreneur himself, his extensive experience in business operations and now mortgage lending help focus his excitement on the ideas that can see the city grow. He is involved in the push to bring a world-class aquarium to the city and is completing his MBA and, together with his wife, homeschools his two children. The parallels between entrepreneurialism and homeschooling have been many and he sees an overarching lesson in both. You have to create the world you wish to see. In this episode, Christopher has a chat with Jay Downton. Take it away, Christopher. All right. Hello and welcome back to the Leaders, Innovators and Big Ideas podcast supported by Rainforest Alberta. My name is Christopher Drobot. I am your host today. And with us, we have Jay Downton. And Jay uh, very simply describes himself as a passionate Edmontonian. But I would say that that vastly undersells. He is president at Oodle Noodle, co-founder of the Nation Network, uh, Oilers Nation, uh, as well as many others, and the co-owner of Little Brick Cafe and the River Valley Company. There is a lot there, and we'll jump right in. Jay, welcome, and uh, why don't you just tell us a bit about yourself? There's so much. Wow, well, thank you. Yeah, a little bit about myself. Yeah, I guess born and raised Edmontonian, went through kind of business was kind of always something I wanted to be into. So kind of some neat stories kind of leading up to where I'm at today is this first business I started with my business partner, still business partner today on everything I do, uh, was we launched a pub crawl company when pub crawls weren't really a thing and going to bars were a thing at the time and used that as a mechanism to pay for school. That was our first business because, you know, we wanted to subsidize our lifestyle at the time. And we had a lot of fun doing it and there was some passion there. So we weren't afraid to pick up the phone and call people and grow some networks and uh, do all that kind of stuff. That was kind of the kickoff to kind of learning that I like trying to build a business and realizing that if it's something that at that moment I'm passionate about, it has a chance to succeed. So yeah, fast forward to, to today, you know, we launched a, an internet company based on passion and that passion was hockey launched with OilersNation.com in 2007, based off a Ryan Smith protest site that we launched when he got traded. We realized a bunch of people showed up to it. We thought that was crazy. So that was kind of the kick in the butt to uh, start our own version of a blog at that time because blogs were becoming kind of popular. Uh, And then from there, unlocked an opportunity with Oodle Noodle. We didn't find the, or found the concept. Our founder, Sonny, did. SunFam opened a location in 2005 on White Ave to um, kind of built a cult classic. Uh, a lot of people who went to U of A from like 2005 to 2010 uh, have a really strong connection with Sonny and will always tell me stories about that. But Sonny approached us with the opportunity to franchise his concept that he built because his dream was to be a factory owner and supply noodles and sauces to a big chain that he was affiliated with. So we parted up into that and that started in 2010. And then as that kind of everything kind of built along, kind of unlocked the um, the next chapter, which is River Valley Company, uh, which is a company with the mandate of building real estate 
amenities in Edmonton's River Valley because it's something we showcase to the world, but we don't, we haven't really leveraged too much in terms of offering um, opportunities to stay there longer. It's a great place to go for a walk or go for a run or skate in the winter. But after that, you know, there's nowhere to grab a coffee or a burger or a beer. So, you know, our thesis is if we build amenities down there, people will come. Little Brick was the first, uh, first litmus test experiment for that. And uh, it's gone very well. And so now we're working on project two. So yeah, kind of everything we do kind of leads up to, you know, all roads lead to Edmonton for us. So we're doubling down, investing, you know, putting our money where our mouth is on trying to help make, play, play a small role and help making Edmonton a, in what, in what we say internally, a global 10. Yeah. 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 No, perfect. And I know even, even recently, uh, not only through Oilers Nation, but also even just you personally, you've been playing a pretty large role in trying to attract more uh, business or uh, investment to the city. Now, with uh, with regards to that, I believe you were just recently uh, part of some sort of competition to uh, drive investment around the stadium area. Is that correct? Yeah, I got uh, crazy um, and super humbled and appreciative to be invited. Uh, was asked to be a judge on the um, Stadium Yards project, which is led by Rohit Developments, and um, they had a contest for the commercial space that kind of is the nucleus of the uh, residential development they're doing. And they held a contest called The Cut. And yeah, I got to be a judge on there. So I got to meet and see five brave Edmontonians stand on stage with 400 people in an audience and pitch for five minutes. And, you know, a lot of respect for them because that's a scary situation because they're putting their hearts on the line and, you know, trying to and showing some vulnerability because this is their dream. Super neat uh, initiative that uh, I got asked to be a part of. So I want to thank Rohit for that and Marty Polina specifically. I got a lo- lot of time for that guy. But that all came to be because we showed up on their radar because of Little Brick. We built an amen- a, cool, a neat amenity in a neighborhood and provided some vibrancy, um, which is kind of what the thesis or what they wanted to um, have in, their, in, in this new development that they're doing. And the other thing, the reason why I said yes is... It provided an incentive for a creative to give them a chance to get a niche business off the ground that may not normally work because current, you know, real estate models or barriers to entry are very high and very expensive. So this one had a, a, an incentive and gave a runway for a business to go in, make some mistakes and, you know, have a chance to succeed. So it was something I, I yeah, it was super neat to be a part of. I, I personally, uh, I, I'm super supportive of the winner of that as well, Jack's Burger Shack. Yeah. So hats off to them. If they happen to be listening to the episode, hats off to you guys there. Uh, you know, it's actually what was really cool uh, for me. I, I wish I could have been there, but that same day, uh, there was also another pitch competition that was wrapping up uh-huh. on the south side. Um, oh, it was called, a tech one, right? It was a tech one. Yeah. That's right. So startup TNT. Uh, and so at that one, there was another $125,000 investment that was made. Uh, Drug Bank was the winner of that one. And then there were two other companies that got $50,000 as wow. well as part of it. So it's um, some huge stuff happening in the city that I think there there's some energy around that uh, obviously you're kind of tapped into as well. Well, I think we're, Edmonton's going through a renaissance. A lot of people made a lot of money in the boom time, whether it be from oil and gas or, you know, crazy companies like BioWare blowing up, but you're starting to see the give back factor. And that allows opportunity to allow Edmonton to build culture, 
as opposed to just sprawling and building more power centers. It's like, okay, well now let's go, let's go invest back into the core and, you know, give some people and some creative, some chances to, to do some neat stuff, whether it be tech or, you know, whether it be hospitality, but uh, it's really interesting to see. And I think, you know, we're, this isn't going to be the end of this type of stuff and it's the long tail effects from it are going to have big impacts on the city. So super cool to see. So yeah, no, that's great. The two crazy events are happening simultaneously where crazy dollars are being thrown back at the community to help build neat stuff and help put Edmonton on the map. So that that warms my heart. Yeah, I would say it's it's probably even more than just the actual money that's being invested in those, you know, the winners. Mm-hmm. It's also the community that forms around the competition itself. You almost get like this little cohort of people that come together and maybe bounce ideas off each mm-hmm. other and how they can continue to grow and move forward. Yeah, building a hive of collaboration because teamwork makes the dream work and it's, you know, you can't do it uh, all on your own and it's, you know, it's it's building those networks, that community that's willing to support each other and work to, together towards a common goal because you might have seven great ideas, you know, amongst 80 people that are, you know, help powering them, but maybe only one works, but there's an opportunity to pivot and bring those people together to then go chase the one that's working. But the big thing is they're staying in Edmonton and that money's being invested in Edmonton where these people could, would be maybe leaving because that's where the money's telling them to go. So the important thing is we're actually building a community in Edmonton to, to create more attention because the more success stories we have draws more positive light on Edmonton. Then maybe people want to come set up shop here or encourage people to try and do more things because there's more success stories coming out of here as opposed to, you know, just living in the what if scenarios and, oh, I don't live, I don't live in this place, so I can't do it because I'm here. You know, we're starting to say, screw that, like we can do it here. And now money is being put back to, to further support that. So these are all great things. Yeah, no, I, I, and I agree. Let's, let's back up a little bit. You're doing a lot. Yeah. What inspires you? Like, how how did you wake up one day and you're just like you know what we're gonna go do we're gonna do all of this how, what inspires you to do that yeah it's kind of it's it you know if you would have told me when we started we'd be doing all this I would say that's crazy but at the end of the day I'm I'm a I'm an excited person I'm a, an opportunist so I like to try to do as much as I can to sometimes well no to a fault but we're trying to fix that and build a team to help kind of support all these things we're doing but honestly there's just a core value that we operate in. And if, it, if, if an opportunity or an idea comes that fits that it's tough for us to not try is the thing. So how does that come to be when we, when we started the nation? So our, there's a company and a failed attempt that's that I'm, I have glazed over in our, in our journey. And that is between doing the pub crawls and going to school and launching others nation. We launched a business in between thinking that, we're these cool pub crawl guys that we could open up a bar and cause we just know everything. And we had so much fun doing the pub crawl, but we knew nothing about the bar business and opened up a bar in 2004, 2005. Geez. Uh, it's been so long, but um, you know, we opened up a concept called blue Chicago and it was an eyesore on 142nd street and Stony Plain road for a long time. And thankfully the landlord just demolished it. And now I don't have to drive by and see that building all the time to remind <laughs> myself of that lesson. But, you know, we, we took a crack at a concept that didn't fit within our core values. And, you know, we wanted to get into the bar business, but we didn't want to have the drama of owning a bar. So we opened up a blues bar, even though we don't like the blues, but we knew like if the crowd that it attracts would be no stress. 
So we opened up a blues bar. We don't know anything about blues music, who to talk to, the community, but we started booking bands and good or bad, but quickly realized that the clientele showing up, they aren't our people in the sense of we don't know how to create anything to resonate for them, right? And quickly realized that that's a different demographic in terms of, you know, what they're there for. They're there for music and they're there for like coffee and a meal, right? Which we wanted to be the bar guys, right? And so we instituted a a model that didn't fit what we were trying to do or what it needed to be. And then, you know, quickly put ourselves behind the eight ball. And then we decided to get back into the, okay, well, let's do a sports bar. Well, then we had a hockey strike at the same time. So it was kind of hilarious, like serendipitous in a, in a, in a, in a unfortunate sense. And, you know, we took our licks, shut down that bar. I think it was like an 18 month endeavor, but we learned a lot uh, from that. And the biggest thing was like, only do something if you love it, because I didn't love blues music and I wasn't willing to go knock on doors and make as much noise about blues music because I knew nothing about it and I didn't care. And, you know, that's, and I wasn't willing to do all the things around that because I just, I didn't care. So quickly realized that like, it's got to be going back to like, well, what made pub crawl so passionate or so um, successful for it? Because it literally paid for all of our school and lifestyle at the time. And it was, you know, it's it's because we had fun doing it. And it was something we, at that time that we cared about and we built a cool community around that. And, you know, we had fun building community around, you know, a concept that we like. So that's what, you know, well, what's the next thing? Like, we have to do something on the internet. And so what are we passionate about? Because we can't do the blues. We can't have a blues bar fiasco on our hands again. And all roads led to hockey. So, you know, okay, well, then we're, we're willing to go all in on hockey. Well, at that point, it was something I cared enough about that I was willing to put myself out there. And, like, we, I was knocking on doors trying to find sponsorship before we even had a site built. And we landed a sponsor before the site built. Because wow. we sold them on a story, but we we're willing to go and have those conversations and, you know, and, and kind of we're selling with passion. And they're like, well, these guys are crazy. I think I want to be a part of that. And you were able to kind of do that where it was, you know, we're in, a, in, in, the, in the blue Chicago days. We didn't have that. So we quickly realized, okay, well, if we go more all in on this, I think we can make something. And um, that was kind of then always just like, okay, it has to be something you care about if you're going to do it. And so Oodle Noodle came to be because we were Sonny's best customers. And when we had enough reach at, at Oilers Nation, we made Oodle Noodle a restaurant partner of us just to help Sonny because when you meet him, he's such a good guy. And, you know, just, you know, us being such, you know, uh, consumers of his product and us, you know, giving him a lot of time and support where we could unlocked an opportunity. And it just, once again, it was passion. We were passionate about the food. We didn't know we were going to get into business, but it, it turned into that an opportunity. I wasn't a restaurant guy. Sunny offers us the opportunity. And since I loved the the product so much, I was willing to, you know, f- create a franchise company and learn how to create a franchise company and read books about franchise companies and do all that stuff because I was excited. So um, I don't even remember what the original question was, but inspiration. For, inspiration, yeah, yeah. Is that it's for 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 me it, it sounds cliche, but it's cause we cared so much about the product or what it is we wanted to build that allows to go out and do those things that you're not comfortable doing to help build it because you need to be. So my next question that I would typically ask uh, is, you know, how, what you're doing, how does it help the community? But you've almost answered that for me is that you get so jacked up and passionate about what you're doing is that people almost can't help but also become passionate 
about it. Yeah, we th- we th- we think so. Like it's you know, especially on the nation side. Well, yeah, on on the nation side, just because this is just a fresh thing that we did. But like we do lots of events uh, around that. We bring the community together, right? They're not just digital analytics. You know that we see. Oh, we have this many unique visitors from you know Grand Prairie. It's like well, we have an event and five guys from Grand Prairie showed up and we get to talk to them and hear their story. And it's just like crazy how it creates, you know, for me, it's crazy because I'm like, holy cow, like this is just a website that we built. Like now we have physical bodies around that, but like that then also created excitement to make it bigger. So I have a feeling that most of the people listening may not know what event you're talking about. Oh, this is just like we, so with, with, with the nation, we host a lot of uh, community gatherings. So watch parties, uh, travel. We do trips down to Calgary. We just recently did a trip to Vegas. So we hosted 53 people to Vegas. You and booked that, an entire plane. It, well, since, well, I just left a, a meeting with AMA and we're working on chartering flights for next year because the, the, the demand is there, but it's just, but it's, it's just engaging with that community and just hearing what the community thinks about what you're doing. And, you know, that's the motivation. Once you, you know, you, you get that, it's just like, okay, well, I want to do more. And I was telling people, I'm like, well, how, what if I did, what if we did this? And they're like, oh my God, if you did that, that would be so crazy. I'm like, okay, well, that motivates me to do that. I'll go have those, all those conversations because this community will feel like rewarded for it. So let's go do it. Cause you know, we're just this grassroots movement, right? So like, let's go and do these crazy things and I'll, you know, play a small part in that. Th- those are the things that just that, that 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 motivate me from the community side is you hear that positive feedback from something that uh, you and your team created and just makes you want to go deeper and do more and find more ways to reward the community that you're building and ultimately try to build something big right and it's just those one-on-one engagement and opportunities that we have when we have these physical events that's kind of like the 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 gas in the tank it gives me more kind of energy to to want to go deeper and do more and and all that fun stuff because once again it's 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 an Edmonton strategy we're making other fans of a team that we love happier or people that live in Edmonton you know happier and providing them with cool experiences and really that's what it's all about for us that's got to say something too when you're down in Vegas and there's an entire group of you like people in Vegas are probably like what's going on oh yeah they think it's crazy and then you know the other thing that blows us away and you know we just threw out on social that oh we're gonna host a viewing party here at this one bar. And like, yeah, we have our group. Come join us. Well, the the bar that we had gave us a, an area of 150 seats to sit. We filled it. And then there was like overfill on the other side of their bar. And I'm like, holy cow, this is crazy that people want to be just be a part of this. And, and, and it's just as much as just like a gathering for the community to get together. It's funny when we when people are like, oh, I'm so-and-so on Twitter. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like it's like that's, <laughs> those are the neat things that we create. It's, 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 it's about all of us, right? And those like, oh, my God, like you're hilarious. Or I've been like, you know, finally putting faces to the Twitter handle. It's just so hilarious to see, but like it's also very powerful, right? And so the, these are the things I love to do. Yeah, yeah. Just briefly before we go to the next question, I think – not only are you sending people from Edmonton out into the world, mm. you're also bringing the world to Edmonton. Yeah, we're 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 missionaries. We're slowly per- turning the the world in certain certain aspects, certain pockets of the world, uh, one by one into Edmonton fans, and not just fans of our hockey team, fans of our city. So, you know, we've we've built a company with that's that's on on the digital media side. That's created. We've got a big online community, a big digital footprint. And so we work with Edmonton Tourism quite a lot uh, because we want to help. So we're like, 
who do we want to talk to? Like, who's your target market now? Like, what's going on? How can we help? And they're like, Scandinavia. Okay. Well, we know we can see our analytics. We know we've got a lot of people from Finland and Sweden that come to, to our network. So we then start kind of skulking around and trying to find entities or partners, you know, or individuals that we can talk to and say, hey, like, how can we create a hockey trip experience? And, you know, all of a sudden we did that. You know, we launched, uh, kind of launched a, a travel division to our company last year and we hosted a group of 25 Swedes and showed them around Edmonton and they, they created a bunch of content around it, all got broadcasted back home. We left the trip, they hugged us. They're like, this company worked with us. We do many NHL trips and normally it's US markets. No one cares we're there. It's like, this Edmonton was unreal. Like everyone treated us so well. Like the just Edmonton people are so nice in general. And also Edmontonians thought it was crazy that 25 people from Sweden are here and like Edmonton just showed up and put on like, so they got to see an authentic experience and they're like, this has been by far the best. We've been to LA, we've been to Nashville, but like for a authentic hockey experience, like this has been the best. And I'm like, wow, crazy. So much so like we're going to come back next year. Right. And next year is this year. And, uh, we created all this content around it. And then all of a sudden, a group of Finland people that we saw this stuff and they're like, well, how come you're not bringing Finns here? Well, okay, well, let's do that. So we worked with uh, this interesting cat, Larvenin, a uh, good guy uh, who's got an interesting uh, influence in Finland through sport. All of a sudden, you know, a few months later, 25 Finns show up. Okay, well, let's show them Edmonton. Same thing. Holy cow, this is crazy. Our partners are like, I'm getting a bunch of DMs right now about, are we doing this next year? I'm like, yeah, sure. So through all that content, again, we identified a group of Germans that say, we want to come to Edmonton. So now fast forward to this season, we hosted a group of 25 Finns in January, showed them Edmonton, took them around, took them curling, doing like Canadian things. We have 27 Germans showing up. Oh, nice. So we're going to be taking them to, you know, three games, showing them an authentic Canadian experience. Like they're just, you know, they've kind of given us ideas and we're going to set it all up for them in terms of what they want to do while they're here. Are you going to be at the Winnipeg game too? That's the only game we're not going to oh. because they want to go to a Canadian bar and watch a hockey game. Okay. That was one of their experiences. So I said, okay, you pick which game of the four that you're here for. And they said that one. Um, so I have to honor their, their, their wish. I just happened to be going to that Duh. one. So I was looking forward to seeing it in action. Uh, well, yeah, well, maybe if you, um, you can come to uh, the pregame that the bar that we're going to, because we're going to be at a bar near the arena. So maybe nice. you can come to that. Maybe I will. Yeah. And then at the end of the month, we've got the Swedes coming back. So for us, you know, our mission is to work with these partners and go deeper and create more awareness as, and make Edmonton. If you're a hockey fan in Europe, Edmonton should be the place you, you should come to. And here is why. And now we've created, you know, we've provided a bunch of experiences. We've created a bunch of content we can point to, or that content is now, got got some attention of someone in one of those markets that wants to come here because why can't we bring people from Austria, Switzerland, where hockey's a big sport? Why can't we put Edmonton on their mental map as the place to go for their hockey experience? And that's our mission is we want to go one by one, groups of 25 at a time, show people what Edmonton's all about because a lot of them, before they come here, they're like, honestly, I didn't know what to expect. I, I know you have a hockey team. I know you've got this big mall. Like, that's all they know, right? I'm like, but we've, we know nothing about the city. And they're like, 
Edmonton is cool. Like you've got all these cool things to do, whether it be experiencing things like going to the river Valley or coming down a little brick, which we do take them down to and they love, or just like the cool little bars or breweries and just like they they had, they, they had entertainment and stuff to do the whole time. Yeah. But this is the thing that like Edmontonians know, Yeah, like this city's got so much to offer. It does. And you've got to, you've got to go out there and actually look for it. You've mm-hmm. got to find it. It's not going to smack you in the face, mm-hmm. but you do need to experience it to recognize how great the city actually is. Something um, that you and I had actually talked about before is just with that, how you curate those experiences is that you tap into that community that you've talked about mm-hmm. before. And you, you tap into that in a way that you help those, uh, those visitors actually experience something here that is authentic, but also specific to them yeah, yeah exactly right because you, you want to make sure like if they if they have some things they want to do like for some of them like the fins this time it's like well it's minus 30 this time while we're here so we want to go to your water park sure set it up take them there you know reach out to west Ham and tamal hey we're bringing a bunch of fins what can we do they got greeted by a penguin <laughs> but like just something like a, just a neat like just a, an experience thing right they're all taking photos this is crazy this is crazy Posting to Instagram, awesome. Tagging Edmonton, awesome. And then they go and have a, a day and they're filming, taking photos and doing stuff at the water park. For And for them, that was very important to them. And that's great. We, we just kind of naturally, we don't want it to be like, here's your itinerary. And it's, you know, we have to do this and this and this at this time. Like, yeah, there's a couple little things, but we try to make it organic and as authentic as, as possible. But anytime we call any business, um, we're saying, hey, bringing this this group of euros your Finns, germans whatever they're like what this is okay crazy and they just like they just they feel tr- they, they feel treated so well when they come here so it's they, they feel important and so they'll, they'll want to come back here so it really edmonton when everyone leaves these trips and it's 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 a it's a team effort the whole city puts on they're like edmonton is a special place and then i stay in contact with all these people and so much so that like the Finns, they hope they insisted I come to Finland and I went and stayed in their houses and, wow. yeah, you know, yeah. we had an evening out with the whole group that came here, but these powerful connections, but like they're all wearing their other's nation hats, right? They're just so excited. And they're like talking about the team and they're talking about like the trip and they're like, yeah, you know, I think I'll come, you know, not this one, but the next one, like, and just talking about how important that was. I'm like, that's cause like everyone in Edmonton kicked ass. Like it's, it's, it's always so amazing and powerful to see. And, there's something here, right? Like, so that's why our mission is to broadcast to the world uh, that there is something here and there is a reason to come here. We're just going to keep doing it. Like I said, one person, one group of 25 at a time. And then hopefully there's a tipping point. We're going to play our small role. There's a lot of people, other people doing cool, cool stuff in the city that we're going to point our visitors to that are going to help, you know, add to this hopefully tipping point. Because one of the mandates for River Valley Company is to help, you know, there is a tourism economy in Edmonton, but we want to like, grow the reach of that tourism economy in terms of who's coming to Edmonton and how far they've traveled to come here. So that's our mandate. So we're leveraging our hockey platform now, and then we're going to build some more amenities in the River Valley and hopefully leverage those and other people have amenities and lean on our tourism boards to help broadcast and promote those uh, experiences. Hands make light work. Exactly, right? Yeah. It's it's the whole teamwork situation. So. Yeah, that's, you know, as, as you can tell, I'm passionate about having people think Edmonton's cool because I'm tired of that. The biggest thing, you know, when we used to, you know, we used to go to Mexico every year, you know, guys trip to Mexico. Okay. And then you go in the pool and you, you're talking to, to someone from the States or someone from Europe and they're like, where are you from? 
Oh, M- M- Edmonton. Or where's I'm like, well in Edmonton, Canada? Oh, Canada. Okay, is that near Vancouver? And they're like, oh. And the worst that kills me is when they're like, is that near Calgary? I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. So we have to like put Edmonton higher on that list. We want people to be like, oh, you're from Calgary? Oh, is that near Edmonton? Like that's the like the, the you know the overarching problem I would love to solve. Uh, and so we're just like I said. One brick by brick. We've got some Calgary listeners on this show as well, so I'm sure that you know we've just got the rivalry starting. Oh, we're coming! We're coming for you, Calgary. <laughs> uh, so one thing that uh, I, I'm sure that there's probably going to be some people that are going to be listening to this episode that that haven't heard of it before. Uh, Rainforest Alberta. One of their goals, their mandates, is actually focused around this idea of organic growth in the community, coming together, creating new opportunities to not only get other people excited about our cities and our province, but also just to get them to realize how much is actually happening here and possibly foster new opportunities as well by those people coming together, unusual connections and how they grow. That This this whole conversation that you and I are having right now, I would say is a direct result of that approach yep. uh, because we met at, um, oh goodness, a young professional's yeah networking event and and like that in itself i would say attests to the importance of something like rainforest in and creating those connections mm-hmm. in the first place what are your thoughts on, on that and how that is valuable within the community oh uh, i i think i've got a story that speaks to that because of that exact event yeah. um, that where you, you and i met um i might i might sound like i'm a talker and whatnot but i'm not i i, I networking is like anxiety level 9,000 for me. It's like, I, I, it's not a big thing for me, but I'm learning to try to be better at it. So much so, you know, I'm working with a mindfulness coach to help like kind of compartmentalize my brain so I can go and do these things. So it's still kind of an uh, uncomfortable zone for me. But that event, you know, we had a great conversation and I, I, had, I had the opportunity to kind of do like a little two minute spiel or whatever uh, for everyone there and unlocked another conversation you know, with a cool, um, I think you had them on your podcast here. So oh, here. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a great conversation, which led to a coffee told kind of it got a little bit more in depth of what each other are up to. And I was talking about all this travel stuff we're doing. And he's like, Oh, have you do, are, are you familiar with this like government department? And I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, you, 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 you don't know this person's name. I, cause I don't want to name names yet. And, uh, I'm like, no, I've never heard of anything. I'm like, how did you like, this is like a hole in the matrix. And uh, he's like, let me make an introduction. He's like, you need to talk to these people. I was like, okay. So then have a conversation and it's, you know, I kind of just lay everything that we're up to. And then she's like, and just so happens she's German and we're bringing 27 Germans. So she's just like, I'm just speaking to her heart, which was cool. Uh, but anyways, uh, she's like, okay, I need to make you, I, I need to make an introduction to you to like this other entity. And I'm like, okay. So then I just had a call with these people literally. So that event was in November. I literally just had a call with these people and I was just like unlocked this like potentially fantastic opportunity for us to support us to go deeper on these, th- this travel initiative on bringing people to Edmonton, like financial support. So we can go to market, make bigger splashes, invest in the experience to, you know, instead of bringing groups of 25, bring groups of 50 or, you know, dealing with six countries. Like I've, we might have a partner now to support us in that endeavor. And that all became because I went to this event, this organic, you know, thing that would normally like, this is just a new mandate for me where I need to say yes to all these things that I would have said no to 100%. And then 
unlocking, you know, meeting interesting people that I would have never met in my life, having interesting conversations that led to more conversations and met, meeting new people. And I said to the guy, I'm like, how does someone like get to have this conversation? He's like, he's like, these are tough conversations to land. I was like, oh, I'm so happy. I'm like, I'm like, who do I think? And I, and, I'm, and that's what made me go through the exercise of where did this originate? And it's because I just went to like a young professionals event and met some cool people and just had conversations that led to more conversations to more conversations to now like a potential good partnership that's really going to benefit an initiative we're involved with. So I, I think that it was kind of speaking to what you, what you're talking it about. Does. It yeah. does. So I think that's a great initiative, right? Cause you don't know what's going to get unlocked, right. Or what, what conversation or who you're going to meet by these, you know, kind of organic, non-organic ish, you know, collisions of, of humanity. Exactly. No, no. And uh, just hats off, actually, just quickly shout out to uh, Drew Tetz and Neil Blue, uh, who put together the yeah. Edmonton Emerging Professionals Network as yeah. well. I, I would say that it's that energy. You've got all these people that are saying, you know what, we can do this here. We can do whatever we want to here yeah. in the city and raise our flag and say, you know what, we are good enough to do whatever we want Yeah. and we can make it happen. But all of us together are need to be on board with that. And and the talent and the brains are here. It's just, you know, I, I and I was a victim. I, I was guilty of this. I just kind of stayed in my lane, had my head down and just worked on what I knew. But there was a lot of things I didn't know that if I would have gone out and collaborated, could have helped us move a lot faster, a lot more different things. But I'm learning that later in life, that that's, you know, uh, a way I need to operate. Uh, so no, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's kind of close up here by, uh, if you were to sum things up for somebody that's just getting started, somebody that's thinking, you know what, I, I've got an idea. I want to do a thing, but don't know how, if there were something for that new entrepreneur, what would you tell them? Well, I, I just go, if, if, if go all in on something you, you love. And, and like I said, this, you hear this everywhere, but it's as a guy who tried to build a blues bar, just thinking it was the safe play and got my butt kicked because I wasn't passionate about it. Just, it doesn't matter what it is, how niche it is. If you just go deep on it and just create, you know, and, and, and you'll create a bunch of noise and you'll show up on people's radar and you will be able to build something off of that. It doesn't matter what it is. So make sure if you're going to go and build or start a business or launch a product, that it's something that you're actually passionate about because it'll fuel you through the tough days. Cause Building a business is, it is a roller coaster ride and there's some tough days and it's that belief and passion that gets you through those days to force you to do the things that need to get done or have the tough conversations that you need to have to get you to the next day and, and, and try to unlock that, uh, that win that you firmly believe in. So I know it's vague, but like when I, when I reflect back on, on what we're working on and we're still making mistakes. You know, we're still, you know, we step on landmines all the time, but it's, I'm, I'm willing to learn from it and I'm willing to like, if it's something that we need to fix or, you know, I'm willing to, to do that because I care about what we're doing. Like I said, like that, that would be it. Like it's, it's nothing specific, but it, but it is, you know, got to have the fire. You gotta have the fire. I, I say I'm, I'm renowned for saying gotta have the fire on our hockey podcast, but anyways, yeah. So I, it really resonates with me that you would say that. 
Oh, perfect. Any other advice or inspiration that you would put out there just into the world, into Edmonton, or even, you know, if you want to poke the rivals down south? Well, Edmonton's a great place. Uh, poke the, well, <laughs> your hockey team, I question heavily. Trust me, I will be down in Calgary. Um, but, you know, if you guys want to collaborate on stuff, I'm open-minded. You know, that's a whole other world. But, uh, yeah, just... Uh, for me and for all the Edmonton people that are listening, Edmonton is an awesome city and sometimes we don't realize it. And for me, I've been fortunate to, when I see it through other people's eyes, when we're hosting them, it just makes me realize, wow, we are doing some cool stuff. And we just got to like realize that ourselves just cause you know, we don't like to brag, you know, as, as like little humble, small town Canadians. Cause you know, Edmonton globally is not that big, you know, we got something cool here. So, Anyone listening that's looking to start something or is already doing something cool here in Edmonton or has got a business here in Edmonton, thank you. And yeah, don't be afraid to try something because like I said, if you're passionate about it, your community will reward you. Yeah. Great. Great. Love that. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. Really appreciate it. Great, uh, great story and uh, great work that you're doing out there. Thank you. And I apologize. I'm a ranter. I like to ramble. So, but yes, I appreciate you having me uh, on here. It's just, I like what you're doing. So remember that's, you're doing great things and it's, it's, it's people like Chris um, that are doing cool stuff that uh, have a big impact. So that's why when you asked me to come on, it was a no brainer. Right on. Thanks Jay. If you haven't already visit rainforestab.ca and sign the rainforest social contract. Become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode is brought to you by Community Now Magazine. Engage, inspire, educate together. The audio for this episode was professionally edited by Kate Day with KD Sound Design. Music for the show was created by Tony Deldegan. Please be sure to share this episode with everyone you know. Also, don't forget to come by and say hi at the next Rainforest event. Let us know what you think of this podcast. If you're interested in being either a host, sponsor, or a guest of the show, send me an email at rainforestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>